Welcome to a celebratory edition of the Family Leaders Capital Connections. We witnessed on Friday the overturn of Roe v. Wade, something that we prayed for for over 50 years. And today what we're going to do is we're going to discuss what does it mean to somebody who's been part of that journey of praying for 50 years and to actually see it overturned. We're also going to debunk a lot of the myths and the lies and the misconceptions that are out there about the overturn of Roe v. Wade. And we want to talk about what does this mean for the future, especially here in the state of Iowa. So let's start out with uh, our good friend, our vice president and chief counsel, Chuck Hurley. Chuck, you're the oldest in the room. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But you've been around for a long time. This has been a passion of yours. This is what's got you into the movement. Just explain, try to iterate what it means to you and probably what it means to so many others who either did get to see this day, who are with you, who get to celebrate this day. I think the moment that I uh, began to weep was when my son uh, called me and asked me to give a testimony at our church Mm. about what it means to stay with something even when it seems futile or even when it seems it's never going to come. And I am so thankful that I did see it come, but many, Marla Voss, many others, Dwayne Aluns. Dwayne Aluns, who, who have gone before us, who worked for decades trying to save babies. So, yeah, super excited, super thankful. Uh, but because we continue to fight lies and the other side, we've got to help equip our people with some of the things that are in the secular or pro-abortion press and press back and tell you what the truth is. So for me, personally, Huge victory. We have been praying for decades. Um, I believe that God answers prayer. Ask, and it shall be given. There's no doubt. We believe this was a sovereign moment that God had to have answered prayer here. A couple of messages in this is one is never, never, never stop praying. Uh, Because one is we we give up too soon. We're in that instantaneous society. We want it. We want it now but persevering in prayer. And think of what had had to have happened. One is our own U.S. Senator Chuck Grassley had to stand in the gap to make sure that Obama didn't appoint Garland. Mm -hmm. The other thing that had to happen is that the unlikely Donald Trump had to become president of the United States. Mm -hmm. And he had to follow through on appointing justices that he said that he would follow through on. Mm -hmm. And three is Ginsburg, you know, she dies while she's Supreme Court justice, gives Trump another opening. I just see God's hand in all of that. And now, how do we respond? Because it's not just how do you respond when you lose. How do you respond when you win? We've, we've got to respond in grace. We've got to help uh, women who are concerned, who are scared. And we've got to tell the truth in the face of relentless lies. And Daniel, you know some of these lies that are hitting us in the headlines and, and, and even in the coffee shop. Yeah, Chuck, there are a couple major myths that we're seeing uh, around the overturning of Roe v. Wade. One is that this outlawed abortion, and that's not what the Supreme Court did. What they did was they returned the voice to the people right. and to the states through their legislators to make decisions. So now, before, five Supreme Court justices got to decide what abortion laws would be in the United States. Now, you get to decide through your legislators. That's right. Another myth is that this criminalizes miscarriages. Uh, And that's based on a misreading of what the law says. Miscarriages are often referred to in code as spontaneous abortions. And so people confuse that when we talk about outlawing abortion. Are we talking about outlawing 
miscarriages. No, no, that's a, it's it, it's absurd, but it's a subtle lie that's being promulgated to scare people. Exactly, uh, abortions. We just drop the elective part, elective abortions or induced termination of pregnancy. That's the language that's used for in, in code, in Iowa code, uh, for what we just casually refer to as abortions. This will not criminalize miscarriage. And so the Supreme Court did those. They returned the power to the states. Uh, and to be clear, we at the Family Leader, and I'm sure all of you here, we do not believe the sanctity of human life is a state issue. We don't believe it's a federal issue. We believe it's a right and wrong issue. Yeah, exactly. However, this is the opportunity for us to stand in the gap as a state to make sure that we are a pro-life state. There is one more myth that I want to cover, ectopic pregnancies. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of information going around saying that, oh, this will uh, prohibit treatment for ectopic pregnancies. And that, too, is a lie. Iowa law has always recognized uh, uh, um, the necessity to save the life of the mother. Uh, Induced abortion treatments like the chemical abortion pill are not used to treat ectopic pregnancies, mm-hmm. you will still be able to make a medical decision on how best to save the life of the mother in the condition of an ectopic pregnancy. There's a number of other lies. We'll cover those in weeks and months to come. But you need to push back when people are trying to scare you. This allows you to have a voice, and it allows legislators and governors to make reasonable abortion restrictions and save millions of lives. So let's talk about that, Chuck, because uh, Iowans have had a voice, and the court has consistently struck down our voice with this. So tell us about the future in Iowa, the 24-hour waiting period law, Mm -hmm. the heartbeat law. Where do we go from here? Is Iowa going to be an abortion destination state, or is it going to be a pro-life state? Where are we at? Well, not to be uh, overly pessimistic, but the harsh reality is, as of today, Planned Parenthood has announced that they're welcoming women to Iowa as an abortion destination state. So we've got a lot of work to do. That work is happening literally today, this week, with the governor, the key legislators, and with the governor's top attorneys. Real quickly, three things. The 24-hour wait has gone into effect, praise God, but that case is still in district court, and we will need to change the legal standards slightly to allow legislators to fully protect children. So there is a legal nuance working through the courts on the 24-hour case. There's the heartbeat law that passed in 2018 that is still in Polk County District Court, and the injunction against that needs to be lifted, and the governor and her lawyers are working on that. And third is, what can the legislature do, either in special session right away or next January when they convene, to save more lives. So those things are all in flux. They're being worked on diligently. I spoke uh, Saturday afternoon with several of those key lawyers and with several key legislators. Believe me, we are going to save as many babies' lives as possible and to protect women from unscrupulous lies and unscrupulous abortionists. Yeah, one of the biggest things you can do is show up at election time and elect pro-life legislators, pro-life office holders. We have a pro-life governor. Uh, I'd invite you to come to the Leadership Summit. It's going to be a celebration for the sanctity of human life at the Leadership Summit on July 15. Speakers all the way from Tony Evans, Dr. Bill Lyle, the pro-life doc, and all the way to Tucker Carlson and many in between. But we're going to celebrate this decision at the Leadership Summit. And we want to do everything in our power to make sure that Iowa is a pro-life state 
and state after state after state until all of America embraces the sanctity of human life. I hope you enjoyed hearing from our experts here and making this a huge celebration of an overturn of Roe v. Wade on this Capitol Connection. This podcast is a project of the Family Leader and the Family Leader Foundation and is only possible through the generous support of our donors. If you would like to partner with us in our work, please visit thefamilyleader.com slash donate.